Are you ready for the end of the world? This is your community spirit. This so happens to be the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit coming at you live, local, and in your face on WDBX 91.1 FM, community radio for Southern Illinois. My name is Tree Song. I will be your host for today. Uh, our other host, Ord Energy Mon, is off doing his energy thing. He is bringing energy to the world, as he often does. Uh, while he's away, we've got plenty of news and happenings to keep us busy. So let's get into some of that. And our, our, our background music for today is uh, the Four Seasons by Vivaldi. Uh, guess which season we're playing? I'll give you a hint. It's not spring, it's not summer, and it's not winter. All right, let's get into some of the news for today. Uh, what's new in the world? I don't know. You think anything's new in the world? I think so. And here's one of them. Uh, well, this isn't actually entirely new, but it is new figures on an old problem. Uh, According to economists, every $1 of electricity from coal does $2 in damage to the U.S. Uh, We all knew that coal is harmful. We've been talking about stuff on that for this show for a while, and we figured people just ignored that harm because of their profit margins. But according to the prestigious American Economic Review, harm from coal-fired electrical plants costs more than twice as much as the electricity that they generate. All told, coal plants cost $53 billion in damage every year, and none of that even takes climate impacts into account. Health effects from coal-fired plants, increased deaths from sulfur dioxide, nitrogen oxides, and particulates comprise more than a quarter of pollution-related damages from U.S. industry. Uh, That's a conservative estimate done by centrist economists, and it leaves out the health effects of climate change altogether. But probably more important is the conclusion that coal plants are a cost-benefit nightmare. Uh, These findings show that, contrary to current political mythology, coal is underregulated. On average, the harm produced by burning coal is over twice as high as the market price of the electricity. In other words, some of the electricity production would flunk a cost-benefit analysis. So that's an important story to share. I know there is a current effort underway to uh, convince the university here, Southern Illinois University Carbondale, uh, to uh, eventually at least make plans to eventually decommission their uh, coal plant. Uh, A lot of people are asking for that locally. And there's a lot of talk about clean coal, making coal cleaner. And I I do appreciate the the idea of making it cleaner if we're going to burn it. But then the question arises, why are we still burning coal?
All right. Let's see what other news we have in store for today. Ah, uh, this is a fun one. Mythbusters weighs in on motorcycle emissions. Now, I don't know if you've ever, ever seen this TV show, but there's a TV show called Mythbusters. And uh, it's a show where they, they use a sort of sort of folk science. They do their own research there in the little lab they have in the uh, or out in the field for their TV show. And they explore various questions of the day. Now, why am I bringing this up on your community spirit? Well, one of the questions they explored recently was the question of motorcycle emissions. So Mythbusters weighs in on motorcycle emissions. Now, we've talked about this issue actually before here on Your Community Spirit. There's this question of are motorcycles more ecological to ride than uh, other types of vehicles? You know, cars, SUVs, that sort of thing. Uh, But is it really true? That's a question that Mythbusters explored. Uh, Let's see. So they took on the myth of green motorcycles on a recent show. Uh, Now, let's see. Their conclusion was that the motorcycles do emit less CO2, and they are more fuel efficient. Uh, So they probably still make a good option for when you're in your Mad Max post-apocalyptic scenario. Uh, But that doesn't mean that the bikes aren't pumping out some nasty stuff into the air. Hydrocarbons, carbon monoxide, oxides of nitrogen, uh, other various gases... They emit a lot more of this smog-producing stuff than cars do, actually. And uh, for the most recent uh, model year vehicles tested from the 2000s, it used 28% less fuel than the comparable decade car and emitted 30% fewer carbon dioxide, but it emitted 416% more hydrocarbons, 3,220% more oxides of nitrogen, and 8,000... Uh, 65% more carbon monoxide. So it, it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Uh, they, their, their conclusion was that at best it's a wash, that uh, at best it's as good as driving a car, but different in what it's putting into the air. Um, at worst, it could be far worse. Um, of course, to be fair, uh, it, this comparison only covers how green the vehicles are to run. Manufacturing is a different story, and motorcycles do require fewer raw materials. And they are getting greener, too. Uh, part of the issue is that uh, they made cars greener first because there were so many of them. So, yeah, motorcycles are fuel efficient, but they may not be the, the magic bullet, so to speak, in terms of ecological transportation, unless perhaps they're electric motorcycles. Well, I'd like to, we're still in the news section of our show, but I would like to mention a local happening. And that local happening is WDBX. Uh, We are having a membership drive here at WDBX. And uh, this is listener-supported radio. This is radio that you help keep on the air. You can call us at 618-457-3691. That's 618-457-FM91. Operators are standing by. Uh, sometimes, if it's not during Pledge Drive, I may be uh, just here without a- someone there to answer the phone. But today, because of the Pledge Drive, we do have someone. So, 618-457-3691. I want you to call and show your support for Community Radio. Here at WDBX, we've got a diversity of programs. 
Uh, this show is an example. We often read news here that you might not hear anywhere else on the radio. Uh, there are also many different types of music, music every kind that you've heard of and some that you haven't. So once again, 618-457-3691. Become a member today. You get some cool benefits for being a member, the coolest of which is having WDBX on the radio. So let's see. Let's get into some other news. Uh, global investment in clean energy is blowing the hell up. <laughs> it's, uh, I think that's the official economic language for the uh, progress in investment in renewable energy. Uh, so over the years, uh, well, I can't beam this graph to you with my psychic powers. I, I can try, I suppose. Uh, think really hard and see if you can visualize this graph I'm looking at. But uh, it goes from 2004 to 2010, and it shows the global total new investment in clean energy. And it started at $52 billion in 2004, but it has steadily progressed to $243 billion. Uh, that's a lot of change over the course of just six years. So uh, this is at a time when many other uh, parts of the national economy in the U.S. and the global economy are either going slowly or are shrinking, having economic troubles. But people are really excited about renewables, and renewables are on the rise. So that's a pretty exciting story to me, because I'm a big fan of renewable energy. All right, let's get into some of our holidays. There are always things to celebrate in life, and uh, sometimes we don't even know what those are, what other people may be celebrating. So we like to go through a few of the happenings here on Near Community Spirit. Let's see what we've got coming up. Uh, today is the birthday of Truman Capote, the novelist. Uh, being a author myself, I like to always slip in there the mentions of authors, poets, uh, also artists of various sorts. Truman Capote's birthday today. Coming up tomorrow, Fall Astronomy Day. So a day to look up at the stars and see where they're at uh, at this time of year. It's also the UN International Day of Older Persons. Now, I don't know who qualifies as an older person. Uh, surely I am still a younger person. <laughs> uh, but uh, it is a day to celebrate the older persons in your life. So people older than you, you can celebrate the wisdom they bring into your life. Uh, tomorrow is World Card Making Day, also World Vegetarian Day. And it's the anniversary of the CD player, Disney World, Levittown, the first suburb, and the Model T Ford. That's an interesting conglomeration there. It's also the birthday of uh, President Jimmy Carter, the 39th President of the United States. And uh, Walter Matthau, the actor. So let's see, some other holidays coming up. Uh... Guardian Angels Day is coming up on Sunday. Uh, it's also Intergeneration Day, so this whole weekend is a time to celebrate uh, harmonious relations between the generations. Uh, National Custodial Workers Day coming up on Sunday. Uh, the UN International Day of Nonviolence. Now, that's an important one to note. Uh, we just had the 11 Days for Peace here in Carbondale. Had some exciting nonviolence-related events. And the uh, effort to create a nonviolent community and a nonviolent world is ongoing. 
So let's see. Uh, Another birthday here coming up on Sunday. Mohandas Gandhi. He was a spiritual leader, a nonviolent activist, and I suspect that's why it is the International Day of Nonviolence. It's a good way to celebrate him, celebrate his birthday. Now, on a more lighthearted note, though, it's also the birthday of Groucho Marx, the comedian. And uh, if I were Groucho, I'm sure I'd have a quick one-liner about Groucho to slip in there, but uh, maybe I'm not quite as witty as he is. (laughs) All right, uh, Monday is uh, Child Health Day. Uh, Children are so precious in our lives, and uh, Monday is a day to honor and take care of their health. Really, every day is, but in case you've been neglectful and have forgotten, or in case you don't have a child and you want to contribute to uh, programs that help with child health, Monday is the day. It's also UN World Habitat Day. All right. Tuesday is uh, 10-4 day. It is the 4th of October. It's also the anniversary of Sputnik, that little satellite that they send up into outer space, uh, the first uh, human satellite to orbit the Earth. Uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, let's see. Wednesday is UN World Teachers Day. Now, teachers play a very important role in our communities and our society. Uh, they they educate us. They help us to become uh, knowledgeable, skilled, uh, fully developed adults. And uh, and they often are underpaid, underappreciated. So Wednesday is a definitely a good time to celebrate. Uh, the Im- incredible value that teachers, including adult education teachers and university teachers, uh, all of the value that they bring into our lives. So let's see. Coming up on Thursday, it's uh, Ivy Day in Ireland. It's uh, National German American Day in the U.S. Uh, so a couple holidays coming up there, too. If you know of any other holidays coming up, you can send them to us. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. We will read events and happenings and holidays here for you on the radio. And uh, just another reminder I'd like to send out there. It is the uh, the spring... Mem- excuse me. <laughs> I wish it was spring. <laughs> it's the uh, fall membership drive here at uh, uh, WDBX. Uh, give us a call right now, 618-457-3691. Uh, our, uh, your community's friend, Linda, is here to answer your call. And I believe we do have a caller now. So 618-457-3691. Your opportunity to become a part of... Your community radio station, WDBX. All right, some other happenings going on. Rice and Spice, the international slow food dinner. Always a fun time at Rice and Spice, and this week's theme is sun foods. Uh, They're having sun foods in celebration of the Advanced Energy Solutions 12 years of doing business in the solar energy industry. Uh, And they are also celebrating the Heartland Solar Tour, which is scheduled for tomorrow. So that's why the theme is Sun Foods. 
And what exactly are sun foods? Well, this time around, it's Mediterranean. So it should be a fun time there. Uh, all sorts of uh, fresh tomatoes, basil, and squash that are abundantly avas- available this time of year. Get to have a nice Mediterranean meal out of that. And to celebrate the, the power of the sun to bring energy into our lives. That's uh, coming up at Sky House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois, in Carbondale, at 6 p.m. tonight. All right, let's see if anything else is going on this weekend. I don't know. Maybe maybe nothing's going on. Maybe we should just sleep in, take a nap. Nothing going on in, in southern Illinois. No, no, that's not the case, especially not this weekend. Plenty to do. Another Friday event is the Friday Night Fair. Uh, they took a break last week, but they're now back. They're back in style, and they've got all sorts of good stuff going on. That's tonight at 6 p.m. at the Town Square Pavilion, the corner of Illinois and Maine in Carbondale. There's local, homegrown, and handmade products and services of all sorts, plus free live music. It's basically a big party going on at the Town Square Pavilion every Friday at 6 p.m. A couple of our other regularly scheduled events that are exciting. Uh, The Farmer's Market that comes tomorrow morning, Saturday, from 8 a.m. to noon at the West Town Mall parking lot, just west of Murdale Shopping Center. Now, it is getting later in the season, so there are less options available, but there is still plenty of stuff out there, plenty of food. There's still arts and crafts out there, and there's still your uh, fellow Southern Illinoisans going there to check out the food. It's a good place to be on a Saturday morning. Another Saturday option is the Vigil for Peace. That's happening Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion on the corner of Illinois and Maine. Uh, They're out there uh, bearing witness to the costs of war, holding out hope for the promise of peace. Peace and nonviolence are uh, not just possibilities for some future day, but realities that we can enact today. And they will have plenty of information about that at the Vigil for Peace, noon tomorrow at the Town Square Pavilion. All right, another big happening coming up, the Heartland Solar Tour. That's coming up tomorrow, Saturday, October 1st, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Now, if Orr were here today, uh, he could uh, give the full spiel. Uh, He's always a very excited, adamant uh, uh, person about the solar tour. Uh, And I am, too, so I will try to do it justice. So coming up tomorrow... Uh, homeowners from across southern Illinois will open up their homes to showcase their renewable energy technologies. Uh, this is part of a national event that takes place in 3,000 communities across America. It, it's part of the ASES National Solar Tour. And it's exciting. You know, there's, there are people here in southern Illinois who have their renewable energy systems, their solar, uh, who they're willing to show to the public. Uh, some of the spots maybe spots where you can go by outside and look at it on the roof there. There may be others where you can uh, come in and see uh, what's going on with that. Uh, if you go to heartlandsolartour.org, uh, you can get a lot of information on that, including destinations on the tour. Uh, this year, 
uh, let's see. There is a there is actually a few special things about this year's uh, Heartland Solar Tour. Uh, there are locations along the famous Southern Illinois Wine Trail and throughout the scenic Shawnee National Forest. Uh, there is also a guided and non-guided itinerary. They are having a, actually a guided itinerary uh, that you can get uh, more information on at heartlandsolartour.org. Uh, that you can also do a self-guided tour where they have a list of the different sites and you can go around and check them all out for yourself. Uh, there's uh, views of completed on-site residential and business renewable energy installations, so a nice variety of the different types of renewable energy. Uh, and you can interact with some of the real homeowners and about their completed projects. Like, ask, like, well, what was it like to get solar? Uh, is that solar panel, does that actually work? You know, I've seen those things. Are you actually in any electricity? Uh, those sorts of questions. Uh, so solar tour is a fun time. So once again, that's tomorrow, uh, 3 p.m. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, so from the morning until the afternoon, lots of different spots to check out. HeartlandSolarTour.org is the place to get the information. All right, our next happening is Slutwalk Carbondale. This is also coming up tomorrow, uh, Saturday, October 1st, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. It's starting outside the Varsity Center for the Arts. Now, that's a provocative name for an event, so people wonder if they haven't heard of it before. Uh, what is this thing coming to Carbondale? What's going on here? Well, we have the information here at Your Community Spirit. Uh, slut walks are street protests that simultaneously address the issues of women's sexuality, sexual assault and rape, and street harassment. They started in Toronto after a police officer stated that, quote, women should avoid dressing like sluts in order to not be victimized, uh, end quote. But statements like that add to the already overwhelming amount of victim blaming that circulates in our culture. Now, this event is intended to turn that around uh, because, unfortunately, even in this day and age in this country where we think we live in a very progressive, uh, diversity-embracing country, uh, there's still a lot of people who do blame uh, the victims and survivors of uh, harassment, sexual assaults, rape. It, it boggles my mind, but there are still people to this day who try to blame people based on what they were wearing, what they were doing. But the truth of the matter is that there is no excuse. There is no excuse for assault. And this march is intended to demonstrate that. People will be marching. They've got T-shirts uh, for the slut walk that a lot of people will be wearing. Uh, it's declaring that's uh, it's declaring that you will know when a woman is asking for it, quote-unquote, uh, because they will literally ask for it. You know, there's no sort of clothing you wear or behavior that incites that sort of, uh, uh, that sort of response. So this march is intended to demonstrate that. It is a march of empowerment. Uh, it will remove some of the power that is used against women by talking about what sort of clothing they are wearing. And this is also an event open to all genders. Uh, if, if you are someone who hates sexual assault, rape, harassment, then this is an opportunity for you to walk in solidarity. So once again, this is coming up uh, Saturday, uh, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., starting outside the Varsity Center for the Arts. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm pretty excited about this. 
I've heard a lot of people are coming. It should make a good statement. And hopefully I'll see you there. still got one or two more happenings we'd like to get in here uh one is a it's a happening in st louis uh we uh one of these stories we'll be talking about next week is the occupy wall street uh protests that have been going on some massive protests over new york city and they're starting to spread throughout the country and there's one coming up in st louis uh the uh that's coming up tomorrow at the soldiers memorial plaza in st louis uh, for more information on that, you can go to OccupySTL.org. So uh, tomorrow at the Soldiers Memorial Plaza in St. Louis, uh, the Occupy Wall Street movement is coming to the Midwest. It's coming to St. Louis. All right, some other happenings. It's, we're pretty much at the end of our hour here, but I'd like to fit in uh, something quick here. The Downtown Art and Wine Fair. That's coming up tomorrow from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale. Downtown Art and Wine Fair offers a fun atmosphere with great music, wine tasting, and all of the art you could want. It is exciting. There will be uh, local uh, wine and beer. There will be art from local artists, music, food. Uh, I know I plan on going there, so hopefully I will see you there. Also having the uh, Center at 101, the 101 Yoga is having their five-year anniversary party. They're at 101 South Graham in Carbondale, and there will be food, music, community, and friends. You can learn more about uh, yoga and the other forms of uh, life-affirming practices going on at 101. Uh, Once again, that is coming up tomorrow, Saturday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Lots of good stuff going on tomorrow. And then there's lots of good stuff going on all month in October because it is GLBT History Month. Uh, they're having a kickoff on October 3rd, kickoff social at Morris Library from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, uh, got all sorts of good other events going on for that. Uh, we will have more news on that coming up, uh, coming up on our next show. We also have the Fall Feast Celebration we'll be talking about. If you go to eatsouthernillinois.org, you can... Uh, 
register for the fall feast celebration. Doesn't happen until October 7th, next Friday, but you have to register by next Wednesday. So I wanted to mention that there. And uh, also we got a caller in who uh, made their, uh, became a member of your community spirit. I'd like to uh, send a thanks out to Jason for becoming a member. Uh, that's very exciting. Glad to, uh, uh, glad to have support for your community spirit and glad to have support for WDBX. So if you would like to show your support, 618-457-3691. I just had someone show theirs, and now you too beca- can become a member of WDBX and keep this show on the air. Well, this has once again been an exciting and informative Your Community Spirit. Hope you've enjoyed it at least half as much as I have. And we'll see you here next week on the radio.